Welcome to the Illumination Cinema Movie Podcast with your hosts, Tyler W. Moore and Beth Christine. <laughs> Yo, what's up? <laughs> I'm Tyler. And I'm Beth. And uh, you're, yeah, you're listening to the uh, the show that you, that you, that, that's already been introduced. So um, today we're talking about a few films by writer and director Guy Ritchie. Woo-hoo. And uh, those films are as follows. Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels, Snatch, and uh, Sherlock Holmes. Uh, I almost forgot to say, to say Sherlock fucking Holmes. <laughs> Beth, for you, was this your first time seeing these movies? Yeah. All three of them? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I have seen the, the first two before. Um, Sherlock was the only one I had not seen, surprisingly, right. before this, uh, this, this show. So we're just going to go right in, right in, take a dive straight in to uh, Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. Is this like the cheapest kind of movie out of all of them? This is his first feature film. Like basically, like before this, he had made a short and that was about it. And like, I think this is just under or around a million dollar budget. Right. It, It reminded me so much of Snatch, but I think this came first, right? Yeah. Yeah. This was his first movie. Okay. Um, yeah, like, I don't know if it was just me, but, like, did it have, like, a yellow, like, Yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, it was, I, I, I don't know if it was intentional. Right. Um, but it was, a, like, apparently supposed to look like, like an older film stock. Okay. Um, I, that could just be an excuse. It could have been, like, you know, this is back, this is very clearly shot on film. <laughs> Like, uh, you can see, like, the grain in the image, and it it definitely has its own look, and it looks really great. It looks super cheap. That's my first note, that uh, <laughs> you can tell it was a million dollars. Right, yeah, like, I didn't think it looked bad, but I didn't know if my eyes were just, like, playing with Right, me. and I think, like, they kind of just took advantage of the fact that it had a very original look to it. Right. And uh, that ended up working in its favor. So it, ha- it definitely, like, just inherently has, like, this uh, grittiness to it. Which is which is great, and it works really well for the, uh, for for the movie. Um, and like you said, it's very similar to Snatch to the point where, I mean, I don't want to get too ahead of ourselves talking, start talking about Snatch, but like it definitely feels like a prototype. Right. Yeah. That that's a good way of putting it. Has a lot of the same actors. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Um. Jason Statham's in it. Um. I want to say his name's Jason Fleming. Uh, he's one of the main guys, and he like has a very small role as like one of the uh, the, the gypsies and Snatch. And then um, the guy, like, the guy who's the narrator in this movie, is Bricktop and Snatch. Oh, also, um, I don't know the guy's name. He used to be like a like a a soccer or football uh, player, <laughs> um, and like he's in both this movie and the other one. So I think those are most of the. Returning people, but yeah, there's a few returning cast members. Like it's only there's only a couple years difference between these, right? So like obviously, kind of brought on a lot of the same people, and like they, none of these people are big names yet. So right, I guess like Snatch was kind of like their uh, his opportunity to like you know propel himself and the other people. But <laughs> let's stop fucking talking about Snatch. <laughs> um, one thing to say about all these movies is I'll need to watch them a second time to fully grasp yeah. everything because I don't, I don't remember anyone's names or right okay like that, so. <laughs> I was I actually saved it I had this question 
in Snatch, but I'll go ahead and ask you for this. As a first-time viewer, like, were you able to keep up pretty well with everything that was happening? Pretty well, but, you know, not entirely. Right. I feel like there's probably a few points where it's like, oh, like, because there's so many different parties to keep track of, it's like, oh, okay, so, like, who is this person? What is their relationship to the other person? Do they have a connection to this person? Basically, they're... Throughout the second half of the movie, there's a very important bag of money, bag of weed, and two, like, old vintage rifles. And, like, they get passed around so many times. People steal them. Someone gets, uh, <laughs> they get sold to another person. And, like, so it's this very elaborate thing where, you're, like, you're keeping, like, okay, okay, this person has it now. They're trying to give it to, the, like, they're trying to do it for, the, take advantage of it for this reason and and this is a problem for the other person because of this. Right. <laughs> so, well, and I really love that. Like I thought yeah. the money being thrown around and everything especially was really near, good. The, near the end, like it, they switched around like every five minutes, and it's like holy shit! So that <laughs> shit, like it changed, like it changes the entire like how the entire movie will play out like every five minutes, so it keeps you guessing the whole time. So that's really great. Uh, we talked about one of the the guy who who used to be like a soccer player. His, his character's name was Big Chris, and he had the um, he had the he was the guy with the sun, like the guy who beat people up, right? With yeah. the sun around him. Okay. Um, and that was like he's like one of my favorite characters in the movie. He's probably my favorite character, actually. Yeah. Going back, uh, kind of to keeping up with everything, I actually stopped. At, like we had to stop a few times, and I was just like, Tyler, could you explain to me what just happened? Because yeah. <laughs> it didn't happen very often. And there's a, there's a few times where you're like, wait, what is this person's motivation in right. here? And then it becomes clear later on. Right. So like there were times where I was explaining things completely wrong because I'm like I the last time I saw this movie was a couple of years ago. Okay. So this was a pretty good refresher course for me. Like I, uh, I I probably watch Snatch like maybe once a year, every couple of years. So like the. Um, but this one I watch a little bit less. So like this was a good refresher course because I didn't really know what ha I didn't really remember what happened in like the third act besides the very end. I one of my notes is I usually don't prefer to have like children in these types of movies, but <laughs> I I really like the kid in this. Yeah. Because I mean he was just like he he's just, he's just a silent observer through most of it, right. and like he he's basically there to make you like. Uh, big chris more right, as, right. as the movie goes on <laughs> um i would say for this one like you know calling it a prototype for snatch and a lot of like just the guy Ritchie style overall it's like one thing snatch has this as well but it's definitely you, you can kind of like th this one's like definitely the more amateur outing so like there's a lot of exposition like in the first half where, right. like, the narrator just kind of telling you everything about... <laughs> yeah. And it's like, okay, like, I... I, I just, just show me the, 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 the relationship here. And, like, Snatch does it too, but it's not nearly as in, invasive. Um, like, the movie will literally stop, and you'll, like, just explain, okay, really quick, <laughs> like this. <laughs> Did you have a favorite scene in this movie? You probably have one loaded and ready to go, so you go ahead. I guess when that guy finds out that he has to pay oh, 500,000 pounds and he's just, it turns red and he's just freaking out. Yeah. I thought that looked so The camera's cool. like locked on his face. And <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. like blah, blah. Yeah, like it just, <laughs> it's great. Um, the, yeah, it has a lot of like really interesting, both like all this guy's movies 
uh, have like very have a lot of focus on doing interesting things with the camera and playing around with editing especially right like um it, it looks really good yeah this is like oh man oh so <laughs> it's so great dude this fucker made a poker game visually interesting right <laughs> <laughs> well yeah like was it uh, there was like one part where like the camera was like on on the table and was kind of just like spinning yeah you know to like the people and like this guy like blows smoke out of his mouth and i God, that was so good. <laughs> a lot of uh, this. This one uses a lot of slow motion and right. like the, and you you can tell it's like you know it's on film, so like it's a lot of like very like you know 120, 240 frames per second kind of things. Right. So like everything gets really slowed down and like there's a lot of detail in every all the like all the all the motion and everything and it looks really great. Um, and the soundtrack goes really good with the scenes too um the the songs i was gonna i was gonna say earlier like you know like you can tell the money went like, they probably spent more money on like getting the licensing for the all all the songs they had in this film right <laughs> more than like some of the action scenes and like you know making making the movie look pretty the the soundtrack is great like all the songs they use the score they kind of just reuse the same like dun 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 right, <laughs> like yeah. over and over again and like it it's I I almost feel like <laughs> I, I, I want to look up who the composer is on the movie uh, <laughs> like if it's Guy Ritchie and he just like recorded some guitar riffs and used them several times <laughs> I would not be surprised right how do you feel about the ending um I like it quite a bit um it's it's definitely like the ultimate sort of deus ex machina kind of ending right where like like literally all of their problems kill each other right yeah he said that while, while we were watching yeah. <laughs> just like, what? um and it, it's like but like just to end a movie that way and like just do it so blatantly is is so fun like this is and the thing is like the whole movie is very smart so it's like you it it totally gets away with like having like a big dumb ending where everyone just fucking kills each other. Right. And I think by the way I have my favorite scene. Um, it, there's like a little there's a I think they're just like kind of explaining um how how like fucking like you know what a badass ha hatchet Harry is and there's literally just like a flashback where they explain like Someone was like, oh, disagreeing with him, and he grabbed a huge black dildo off of his uh, desk and yeah. started beating him <laughs> to death with it. Like, that is the best scene right. of the film. I love that guy. <laughs> yes. He's got this intensity to him the entire time. Right. So, is there. Snatch is kind of something of it, but is there like a sequel to this at all um, that goes with that ending? No, no, no. They, like, yeah, pretty much. Like, there's. I've seen a TV show. Well, like, right. Like, I've just seen that there is a TV show. I haven't seen the TV show. It just ran for a little while. I don't know if it's like an actual continuation or if it's just like like making the film for TV. Uh, so I don't know much about that. But like, I I don't I don't know. I really like where the movie just kind of ends off with. <laughs> Right. This completely unresolved thing in the most like this guy in like the most awkward position possible. Right. Well, I wrote, is there a sequel? Didn't think so. <laughs> <laughs> so there's another really great scene. I don't think it's my favorite, but there's um there's another really great scene where like 
like you know five minutes earlier they like they're getting ready to walk into this pub and like a fucking guy runs out and he's on fire and they just like don't even pay any attention to <laughs> right. it and walk in um and then like yeah, like five minutes later uh someone's talking about um the guy with like the uh like the jerry curls um and uh they're talking about like you know what a badass this guy is and um like it, it's one guy in a bar explaining it to the other one and like he's he's speaking and like you can totally understand what he's saying but he's using like a lot of slang so like they have subtitles at the bottom where it's like <laughs> oh this gentleman like blah 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 <laughs> like, right and uh but like it, it turns out like he spit like a bunch of alcohol on him and set the guy on fire like right. seconds before the other guys walked in right do we want to talk at all about the, the guy getting his face cut off <laughs> so i didn't notice that the first time like the first couple times i've seen this movie like two times before i never noticed it before um there is like this bodyguard that's so tall or whatever like uh his like every time he like almost every time he's in a shot the top of his head gets cut off right. and like but so you're thinking like oh is this just like a weird framing thing and then there's like a part where he's talking like the guy is talking and his head is still cut off right and it's like it's the greatest thing but it's not like a miss bellum situation like we yeah we do still see his face yeah he like he'll dip into frame every once in a while right. but like it, the, the, i guess like it's just like the joke is that he's so tall that he right, gets yeah. cut off and it's so it's so like weird but really funny and that was actually the last uh that's the last note i had <laughs> but it, it was really funny yeah well it was it was funny as in like it, it just hit the right spots for oh me. yeah there um, are lots of like just visual gags like the dialogue is kind of uh very rhythmic so right. like uh that a lot of just like they'll be saying like totally normal things but like or i guess it's not even like it's it's not even how a human being will talk actually <laughs> It's so movie that it's funny. Right. There's a scene where, like, they're they're in a strip club. Yeah. And they're all talking. Okay, so, like, the guy's on the left side. He's in focus. But you can clearly see the strippers on the right side. And, yeah. I mean, slightly out of focus. Yeah, and that's what you're, like, like, you're yeah. going to go to. And, uh, you, like, when they do the reverse shots to the other guys, like, while, while he's talking to him, while, uh while he's talking like uh they're just like they're like their eyes keep going over to the stripper right behind him right that, yeah that's a really great visual gag so if you had to give this give this uh movie a junior rating beth um probably an eight i gave it an eight as well nice dude yeah <laughs> okay so since we've talked about it so fucking much let's go ahead and just talk about snatch how about that huh yeah <laughs> amazing intro to start off with remind me exactly what the first it's like is. they're kind of just showing everyone and saying like below like who they are okay yeah so that's okay i, I was trying to like just because there's like several pieces of an intro like uh because like the first there's turkish just kind of giving like this uh this flash forward then there's the heist uh with these guys dressed as jews <laughs> and uh then yeah then there's like the um the thing where like yeah everything's like just uh, like match cutting and you got like all the uh the like everyone's names on on the screen and everything and it looks really great yeah that was all just <laughs> yeah and it's like a perfect introduction to like the style of the movie and like he's definitely you can tell like he's definitely perfected sort of the way he he cuts everything the intro bit with uh like 
you're just kind of like you have like the the security cameras like there's just several tvs and like you're panning from each tv security camera tv to the to the next one and like you're getting all these different angles as like the like they're just kind of having like this normal conversation you're like why are we following like these these uh these old jewish guys right and, and then like they whip out guns and everything goes everything goes bananas <laughs> i need to watch this a second time literally just about to ask <laughs> but um overall i think this movie did a really great job with intertwining mm-hmm. two different plots <laughs> there's a few there's a few <laughs> this uh there's probably like you know well like the two two main because like the the two main ones are like you've got the jewel and you've also got the uh the, the, boxing. Bo- the boxing stuff and uh how they sort of all go back and forth right. as well and like <laughs> so if you i guess like which side did you enjoy more uh with that i would really have to think hard about that because <laughs> they were uh my my thoughts like I go to the jewel side, yeah. But then I just think about like Brad Pitt, and I can't, yeah, I just couldn't. Uh... It's it's like it was so impossible. Like I I I think I do have a favorite character. My favorite character is Bricktop. Uh, uh, like he's just like he, he's just like this frail old man, but like it has like the, such a commanding presence. Right. Like I would love to have this man yell at me, um, so I could cry. <laughs> um, right. And I, I don't know, man, like that's, that's my favorite one, but like Brad Pitt's character and, uh, Tyrone also. <laughs> I love Tyrone. No, um, was it Mickey? Was that Mickey is Brad yeah. Pitt's character. He, he was probably, this is probably my favorite role. For Brad Pitt. For Brad Pitt. Yeah. Cause you can't like, it's just, it's such a weird one and like. I saw this one. This is the first Guy Ritchie movie I ever saw. I saw it back in high school. My friend showed it to me. And um, I laughed. Like, I, I've laughed. This is not really, like, even a comedy. Like, right. Th- th- that's not the main genre of this film. It's like a, it's a, it's a, it's a crime thriller movie. Right. With a lot of funny shit in it. But, like, it's not the, <laughs> like, I have laughed harder at this film than, like, movies that try to be straight up comedies right and exactly. the the like the line that had me like every time i thought about it, it had me rolling for like weeks was why would i want to why would i want to buy a caravan with no fucking wheels <laughs> like right, <laughs> right after he just sold right. it to them no really, i mean and stuff will happen in this movie that's just so well the same with like uh lock stock just so like, people get hit by cars or yeah. just, like, shot or There's they catch fire. on fire <laughs> just a... out of nowhere. And then it's just, like, forgotten about the next... Not forgotten about, but... Yeah. There's a fucking scene where um, uh, uh, Benicio Del Toro is, like, talking uh, on the phone uh, with uh, someone. I think it's the American guy. Uh, he's talking to him, like, while he's at, like, a suit shop. And, like, it'll cut to... It'll cut to the American guy cut back to him and he'll be wearing a different suit but in between each that was cut. great <laughs> yeah. I, I know what you're talking about uh, i don't i don't think i said this before um i like you know uh get get ready to take a shot everyone because this is one of my favorite movies <laughs> i have a i have a top 30 and this falls like really high in there right it's it's uh, it's just such a smart movie while also just being like like uh, with like the goofiest sense of, like this is it, it's 
it's one of the smartest crime films I've ever seen, but it has like the tone of a cartoon. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, this is now one of my favorite movies. As well. <laughs> <laughs> um, definitely my favorite out of the three that we watched. Right. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, I thought that George, like the the big guy, that yeah. Not, I thought he was dead. Yeah. Okay. So well, I also misled you because like you you asked me what happened. Um, because, like, it happened so fast. Um, gorgeous George, that's right. Uh, like, so they're, like, in, for context, they're in a, uh, like, a barn fighting, like, for, uh, for, like, the caravan or whatever. Yeah, yeah, because it, it just fell apart, and they're like, okay, like, give us a new one. Uh, like, yeah, okay, okay, and Mickey says they'll fight them for it. So, he puts them in there, uh, and, like, you know, George is roughing him up, <laughs> and then uh, Mickey knocks him out with one punch, and um, for some reason I had remembered it as uh, he, like, kills him with one punch, and then, um, then uh, I, I, so I told you that, and then, like, a little bit after there, they correct it. <laughs> okay, yeah, I couldn't, I, I probably would have thought he was dead anyway, so, because... He shows up again later in the right, movie. Right, but, like, did it take a while for him to show up? Yeah, because he, he was, like, hospitalized after right. it. And, um, but, like, he shows up with, like, a neck brace near the end of the film. <laughs> I thought that this movie had the perfect amount of torture. <laughs> yes. <laughs> not too much, not too little. Yeah. Uh, sicking the dogs on people. It also uh, gives some very helpful tips for disposing of a body. Uh, just find a pig farm, kids. Yeah. <laughs> um, like, I, I think it's because that's that's another reason why I love Bricktop. Like, just because, it, like, everything he says is so direct. Like, because, like, he just sits down, like, with these with these guys that, like, they don't even know who he is, but he has a problem with them. Right. And, like, he sees the dead body on the floor and he's like, now, I've never done this before, but I hear this is what you do. <laughs> like, but like says it in such like a threatening way that it's like, oh yeah, no, this guy, this guy does this all the time. <laughs> because like it all, it, it's basically all summed up with the movie's hilarious, incredibly well shot. Uh, the editing is like some. This is some of the best film editing I've ever seen in right. my life. <laughs> it's so fast paced, like the, and you know. Like, the reason I wrote down the question, like, you know, as a first-time viewer, like, is, it, was it hard to follow? Because, like, I, I was, the first time I was watching it, like, the like the first half of the movie, I was kind of, like, half paying attention. And then I realized, oh, I shouldn't be doing that. I need to give this all of my attention. Right. Um, so it, it was really hard to follow because, like, they talk really fast. Um, at the beginning of the movie, they get, like, much like Lockstock, they rattle off a lot of exposition in the beginning and then um they kind of just say okay there you go <laughs> like here's right. the rest of the film and like they talk extremely fast it's really fast paced so it's like okay uh like pay attention to everything that's said because it's really important right um, and I, I i respect that <laughs> well and like for me we watched them at night so mm -hmm. i was just a tiny bit tired um but what i was about to ask you was are there like can you find any problems with this movie because i saw it one time but i can't really pick out any that um, come to mind so uh my jamie rating for this is a 10 out of 10 because this is a perfect movie <laughs> that's what i was like i was thinking that but i'm like just, is, just go ahead and give it a 10. <laughs> 10. no like i was like 
okay, is there anything I'm missing here that yeah. doesn't make this a perfect movie? Right, and, like, yeah, you know, saying that, you know, it benefits from a second watch, definitely, you know, regardless, because I think from a first viewing, you can get everything you need out of it. Right. Um, like you, you get the general idea of everything that's happening in the story. You get the plot points. The second time you watch it, you catch everything else that's, like, just insane about, like, either a visual or, like, what someone says. Like, there are so many lines I did not catch the first time. Right. Because they go by so fast that it's right. like, oh, yeah. Like, oh, this is, like, the, the <laughs> this is the greatest movie ever made. <laughs> um, 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10 yep. Jamie's. Okay. So, um, what did you think of uh, Sherlock Holmes? Well, this is my first time seeing Sherlock anything. Like, mm-hmm. um, I don't really know of anything else that's, like, a... You know, like, yeah. a, like a kid's show or another movie or a TV. Like, well, it, I, yeah, Sherlock Holmes is like a thing you hear about a lot, and it's right. mostly like it's definitely like more of like a like a a novel thing, right? Um, there's like obviously there's a ton of film adaptations, like you know, probably since the, the beginning of time. I don't I don't know that this is my first one per se. Like I I've de- I know for a fact I've seen other ones. But um, I've never, like, Sherlock Holmes has never really been my thing. I'm not really into that era of time. Right. Uh, like, you know, anything before, like, the, the 1930s. I, like, I don't really find it that interesting, like, historically. It was much different tone than the other movies, obviously. Yeah, this one, like, obviously Snatch had a way bigger budget than Lockstock. Like, it was, but it was still, I don't know if it's an independent film. But like, it was, it was still pretty loose. Like they kind of they kind of let Guy Ritchie go. Right. This one is definitely more of a Hollywood movie. That's what I was thinking. Um, and it, it really reflects like you can like the style's still there and like miraculously it's still there. Right. Like I I can barely believe it. Um, but uh, it's definitely toned down quite a bit. And like you know, with something I expected with something like Sherlock Holmes, it's like. Well, you can't do like the like the camera whipping around too much and like the fast cutting and the so, so right, on yeah. and so because like you know he's like, it's a detective story right. so like uh, you know you got to kind of follow uh, but you know he definitely uses it in very interesting like he, he uses the style in very interesting ways to kind of like translate how like Sherlock Holmes thinks how like uh, like they kind of clue you in on details. That sort of thing. <laughs> one of the so I have a, I have my one negative note here. So they they didn't bother to give the uh, the the main lady an accent, huh? I was noticed like I was like <laughs> <laughs> she uh, like everyone else you know they're they're like in London or whatever right uh, they all have uh, British accents and then uh, this lady just for some reason she's uh, she's uh, straight up American right. <laughs> um, and like it didn't detract too much from me, but I, I I just kept noticing every time she talked, I was like, could you have like tried? <laughs> right. She like showed up on set and she's like, oh, I've got not, and they're like, right. nope, <laughs> <laughs> you're not gonna do that. <laughs> I I mean I figured the Blackwood guy, I think that was his name. Mm-hmm. Like I I knew he was probably going to get like hanged in some form, but for some reason right. I've never seen this movie before, but for some reason. That was just like deja vu to me, mm-hmm. and I don't know why. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know where else I've seen someone get like hanged from chains, 
This ju this just in. Before I look like a fucking moron, uh, Chris just ran in here and told me that uh, that that character is actually American, and so she would have an American accent. Uh, they did not explain that in the film, so it felt out of place. But <laughs> there you go. You get a pass, lady. I know you're listening. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I was thinking like the whole time I was thinking, yeah, like they have like all this magic stuff in here. And it's like, this is really weird for, like, a Sherlock Holmes movie to be doing this kind of thing. Right. And, like, the kind of, like, at the end, it's like a Scooby-Doo thing. It's like, oh, it's all smoke and mirrors. <laughs> like, no, yeah. Like, honestly, the beginning with the lady kind of made me really uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> which, uh, which part? Like, uh, the one, she was, like, on, I don't know if she was, like, hypnotized or what, but. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. She was, like, on the, t on the table or whatever. Like, they're doing, like, a weird, like, sacrificial thing. Yeah, I'm like, okay. I didn't think this one. <laughs> sure, we put in the right DVD. <laughs> I know zero about Sherlock Holmes, but this yeah. this feels weird. Um, but then yeah, it was just like okay, there was never any magic. So. Well, I felt like when I was watching that scene, like okay, this is like there there there's so, like this is the prologue. They're solving a case. We're never coming back to this. Right. Um, and I figured like this is just some guy who thinks he's doing something magical, and he's actually like a lunatic. And uh, I mean, uh, pretty much right. <laughs> like, yeah. So, before we get too far away from it, um, Robert Downey Jr. plays Sherlock Holmes. This is pretty much like right as he was making his big comeback and uh, does extraordinarily well with it. Uh, right. Like, very good, very good Sherlock Holmes. I don't, you know, I don't have a lot of, I don't have much reference for other Sherlock Holmeses, right. but he's a, he's, a, he's a pretty good one. No, yeah, I have down. Holmes is awesome. Yeah. Like, I really liked his character in this. I'm just kind of talking about, like, like you know, his... Uh, you know, he's an American, so like he had to put on the accent, and like the voice he like kind of does for Holmes, like it's like you would you would just assume that was how he talks. <laughs> like, right? Yeah. It's, it's like Robert Downey Jr. does a really good job. Ten out of ten for him. I would definitely say like we were talking about kind of like the style before, um, and how it's a little bit muddled down. Like this definitely like in terms of action scenes, played a lot more in close-ups right. than like Snatch was, and like. Robert Downey Jr. has to do less, uh, like, actual stunt work, and they can <laughs> fake it, and they can have Robert Downey Jr.'s face on camera more. So, you know, that was definitely, like, more of, a, like, the Hollywood thing coming in. And while while we're on the subject, for a movie with a budget of this size, you know, roughly, like, $90 million, oh. the, uh, the CG is not very good. <laughs> um, there's, like, parts where... Like, you know, like, big things are, like, flying at them or whatever. And, like, they look big, very, very fake. And there's a part, the climax is, like, up on these these big, dangerous, high, like, pillars or whatever. Right. And uh, they're very clearly on a green screen. <laughs> like, they are not, they are not in that spot. All in all, I got exactly what I expected out of the movie. Right, yeah. Um, I, I wasn't let down. I wasn't um, overly surprised. <laughs> like I, I pretty much get, I, I pretty much like knew in my mind like okay this is this is gonna kind of be like Guy Ritchie toned down. Right. It, it's gonna be a very standard Sherlock Holmes story, but with a modern twist. <laughs> and uh, exa exactly what I expected. Um, and I, I put like uh, for the ending actually, um, I put it's very like by the numbers like okay yeah exa exactly what. Uh, <laughs> exactly how i thought it would kind of play out as soon right. as you get there like so what is your rating about 
I'd give this movie a, a good seven. Are you fucking kidding me? We have the exact same score on every single movie. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. That that's it. That's that's uh that's uh, Guy Ritchie. That's that's, that's Guy Ritchie. The the movie, the podcast, uh, the trilogy. So what are we doing next week, Beth? Atomic bomb movies. <laughs> okay. Uh, can, can we get another take? <laughs> Atomic bomb movies. Okay. Um, bye, everybody. Have, have a good have a good night. Thank you for listening to the Illumination Cinema Movie Podcast. If you enjoy the show, be sure to leave a review and subscribe on iTunes or Google Play. For updates on this show and their other projects, get your parents' permission to go to IlluminationCinema.com. Thank you.